is Greener Grass, a podcast. We are your hosts, Carrie Wee and Kelly McVeigh. And for today's weekly roundup, we're going to get a little bit into Kelly. So I interview her on what her daily life is like. Here we go. Actually, Kelly, that's what I wanted to talk about today because you're having a very like, you're not always this busy, but this is 50% of the time. Yeah, I mean. Kind of like, would that be a good representation? I feel like I'm always pretty busy, but, but what do you think? I, maybe I had a season of not being as busy. I think there are days that you text me and you're like, Hey, I actually don't have any zoom calls today and I just have to take care of the kids and do laundry and whatever. But there's days like today where you're on a zoom call back to back to back to back. Yeah. So I kind of, you know, we had sent an email out to our wonderful subscribers this week. We just started doing that because we wanted to build a little bit. And it was a little bit about getting to know us and kind of watching Kelly do her life. I don't know. I kind of want to get into it because I think it's fascinating. And I think that maybe other people would wonder how you do it too. I think they get the part where your personality kind of fits this lifestyle. But yeah, for example, uh, you want to lay out your day? Sure. Okay. Listen, lay out my day. Okay. So on days that I have kids, I get up at six and I normally get somewhat ready just to feel like together, which means jump in the shower, put makeup on, not wash my hair, I take the kids to school um, and we either eat breakfast at home and put the news on or we drive through somewhere, which I really want to stop doing that. We knew that was one of my um, New Year's resolutions not going so well, FYI. Um, And then I come home and I work out, meaning I ride my Peloton bike, I go for a run sit-ups, whatever. And then I take another quick rinse and get ready. And then I basically am doing calls and things all day um, until it's time for me to pick up the kids unless I don't have kids. Now, I have to say that I'm a big evening prepper. So you, Carrie, probably know when I haven't prepped. And I feel like a lot of people in general probably know when I haven't prepped because prepping means... I write down everything I need to do the next day as far as kids and work. I make a list. So I have a notebook. I have a personal notebook and a crazy work notebook. And I write the date at the top. And then I write down everything I need to get done and my schedule. So meaning leave my house at six, work out, take a shower, first call at 10, uh, call at one. Like I write it all out. And I do that the night before in both notebooks and I lay out everything that I'm going to post on social media. If it's quotes, if it's something for the podcast, um, I get it all ready the night before. So then I might post a couple of things when I'm on my bike. I might, um, post a couple things on, you know, at the beginning of a call that I'm not hosting. Like I do those things throughout the day, but all of that stuff is generally ready the night before. Um, and then dinner homework, 
I normally do work calls at night too because I have no boundaries. <laughs> and then said so casually. <laughs> and then listen, this is my thing about reading is eventually I want to start reading again, which I've just have started to like try, but I I'm saw actually you like finished trying. a book. I finished a book. I used to love to read. Thank you. It was a big January accomplishment. Um, but I love, I used to love to read. And so I'm trying to dive into reading again and more. And, but a lot of times when I shut down, it's like nine 30 or 10 when I like sit down and, and when I do that, I, I basically prep for the next day. So I'm really kind of not just chilling. I'm not very good at just like laying around and watching TV, but when I t- put Netflix on at night at 9.30 or 10, then I binge watch Netflix and I get everything ready for the next day. So I, like that would be when I would normally read. But because I have been thinking and doing all day, like binge watching a show feels easier. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And I'm starting to understand why breaking the habit of doing drive-through is tough for you because it's, it's a part of your schedule. Yeah. I'm a habit person for sure. Um, I am like, I do routines, whatever I have like set aside and scheduled, like that's what I'm always doing. Um, so that's just what I always do. And so when I go off of that, it's tricky. Okay. And would you say you've always functioned like this? Yes. And it was just different because when you were, when the kids were younger, you would be spending more of that time doing the things that you need to do when your kids are babies. So does the time just eventually turn over to a new, you know, like time that you used to breastfeed, you're now using that time to do a podcast instead. You just replace it with something. Basically. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, I, for sure, whenever I get overwhelmed or stressed out, I think this is totally 100% me. Like I take full responsibility for it because I am the one that teaches ballet, travels for work, does this podcast. Like I do all the things and I am the one that creates all of this. Um, but I don't know any other way. If there is not something on the books, I create something. I'm better busy. I am. I get more done and am more um, successful when I have too many things versus if I have a day where there's not very much going on the next day and I don't have dance or I don't have... I am much more apt to not put the clothes in the washing machine or not go for a run than when my day is slammed and I don't have any, it's like, it keeps the adrenaline going to that calls over, throw in the laundry, put the pot roast in the, you know what I'm saying? Like, Oh yeah. I mean, we're very similar. Like either my engine's on or it's not, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of like slow running and then fast running, you know? Okay. So this is something I think about all the time because people like you and I, get into a habit of a little bit apologizing for this habit, I think. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I think I want to look at it differently, more so because I've gotten to the point where I know that I'm not really going to change. So I've had therapists, friends, a lot of people 
tell me that I don't have any balance in my life. And they tell me that workaholic is a bad thing, blah, blah, blah. I think it's different if you're a workaholic like, uh, my dad used to be this way, work. And then he didn't have emotional energy left for anybody at the end of the day. Yeah. I think that's different because I think it's only super problematic if you don't, like, you know, there's workaholics that don't manage to eat any food or drink any water or do anything fun or, you know. Yeah. Have balance in that way. Whereas people like you and I, we have all those things. We're just busy most of the day. One million percent. Yeah, I was just thinking and now I can't. So, you know, I think that some people looking outside in think if she didn't, if she didn't teach ballet or if she didn't do a podcast that she would know her children's schedule for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and she would not forget that she had a call next Tuesday at two. That's not true. I would still, I would still not know those things. That's just my personality. So it doesn't have anything to do with how busy I am that I am here, there and everywhere. And I forget things. And I, that is just who I am. It doesn't have anything to do with my craziness. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I think you and I are crazy in a different way because I don't answer to anybody. I don't, you know, I answer to my clients and I answer to my business partner when it comes to like getting on the same page, but I don't have somebody who's paying me for something and 40 hours a week of my life. Well, and nobody says that. And listen, I just stop labeling myself. Um, Part of me feel like, feels like it's just being aware of who I am as a person. And I'm okay with that. I know who I am. Um, I accept who I am. It doesn't mean that I don't try to work on that all the time and try to be different or improve and the things that I'm not amazing at, but I also am just aware of it. And so, um, but I also want to quit labeling myself in certain ways because I will be the first person to say like, oh my gosh, I'm super, super unorganized and scattered. But the truth of the matter is, is I probably am more organized than a lot of people because I wouldn't be able to do all the things that I do if I wasn't organized. And so even saying that I sit down every night and I make a list of all the things I need to do, I do prep and plan. It's just that I'm a yes person. Uh, We talk about time and time again on this podcast, not being a yes person. And I'm a yes person and try to make it happen and fit it all in and do all the things. Yeah, I've decided that I'm going to lean into my workaholicness a little bit and also take the advice of many a therapist that are like, you know, enjoy the sun, go out for a walk and see the flowers, you know, like, yes, we can do all of that, I think. Yeah. You don't need to be this kind of archaic version of workaholic where you don't have any room in your life for enjoyment or some off time, you know, it's just making it happen. I learned from my last year, 2021, which was very productive that I can lean in it into it and have a balanced life as well. It just depends on where I prioritize myself. 
like lean into this thing about like, just, you know, I work seven days a week and I'm happy to do it. But then I'm also playing with my bean all the time. I'm also watching all the movies I want on Netflix. Yeah. You know, what's funny is my, um, my mom and I'll share with her that I said this, like she has a couple old movies. She'd really like me to come over and watch with her. Um, I wish I remembered what they were. Maybe when I post, we post this, I can mention one of them, but I think one is like the original when a star was, what is it? When a star is born or I don't even know. The original of the, uh, the movie that Lady Gaga did. Yes. Stars born. Yes. yes. Stars born. So she has a couple movies that she has on the docket that she'd really like for me to come over and sit and watch. And every time she talks about it, I get like anxious <laughs> because it sounds like something that I don't want to do. Mm, not because right. I don't want to spend time with my mom. That's not it at all. Not because I want to watch the movie, but because I don't know that I know how to sit and watch a movie and just sit and watch a movie. Now, listen, a movie theater for some reason sound seems different to me because I am going to the theater. I'm going to eat popcorn and a slushy. The purpose is it's an experience, right? It's like time and experience me. I'm just not good at sitting on a couch and watching a movie. I, I don't ever sit on a couch. You know, I think that the bottom line of it is whenever somebody accuses me of being a workaholic, it's because they don't think that I'm prioritizing something that they would prioritize. And I yeah, listen, that's the root it of it. It is I think. all about prioritizing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because just because I like to be really busy and accomplish a lot of things, there are things absolutely that I will not waste my time doing. Not because they're not wonderful pursuits, but because I don't, I don't care. Like I will, you will never find me wasting four hours of my day watching a football game on TV. I'm sorry, football fans out there. I'm just not a football fan. Yeah. But I will watch about 28 hours <laughs> a figure skating when the winter Olympics starts. That to me is yeah. a priority. I want to see every single minute of it, like doubles, singles, whatever. But I do think that those conversations now that I think about it have come because the person who is trying to get me to refocus my energies, those priorities don't match mine. Yeah. And I'm finally getting around to being okay with my priorities being my priorities. It doesn't matter what my friends say, what my parents say. You know, I've had friends say to me, you know, you should probably prioritize your friendships. Right. <laughs> which, which is really a very complicated thing to say, I think. Do you think that Asa and you, like, from a time priority perspective, um, do you just get each other? You know, it's really interesting because Asa is even more so like this than me. And it took me a while to really get used to it and to kind of see the upside of it. He prioritizes his own life so well. And so I'll use the word well because I think it's a good thing. And specifically, he doesn't have any time for friends. Okay. He literally doesn't. He doesn't say, I'm going to go hang out with the dudes or the guys. Yeah. The only people he'll do that for is his family. And he has good friends, but he's like, well, I'm playing with this guy, blah, 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 on a gig next Friday. I'll hang out with him then. 
Right. Asa is like his music, his family. No, in order. His family, his music, and money. Everything else is off the table. Okay, I like this. Yeah, and so, and therefore, you know, I get into these little tiny squibbles with him all the time. All the time, because we're both really fiery people. Yeah. And half the time I'm like, oh my God, you drive me up a wall. But the reason I'm with him, besides that he's a, you know, hottie patati. Yeah. (laughs) Is because of those three things. Like, he'll prioritize me and the bean and and uh, his career and his financial life over everything, everything. Nothing else breaks through that. So I love that. You know, I think that he gets a lot of slack from people too, because yeah. he doesn't make time for people. And as I get older, I start to realize, like my sister stopped really making time for a lot of friends when she had her kid, and her job is really big and really stressful. All she has time for now is her kid, her husband, and her job. Yeah. And I'm sure people had something to say about that. So you and me being kind of similar, although now that your kids are older, it's a different situation. Like you do have a little bit more of that time right now. Yeah, I think a couple reasons I have more time. I mean, um, I did always believe that when my kids were grown and out of the house that I was going to take over the world because I love it. (laughs) I I would, I would think about that. Like, Oh my gosh, if I wasn't like running here and running there and trying to do this and try, like I would take over the world. Um, because I do have shared parenting, my time does fluctuate in the sense that on the days that I have the kids, I try to make the days lighter from an afternoon perspective or an evening call or, um, you know, what I'm doing. And I teach dance on the days that I don't have them. A lot of the things I try to zone in on times that I don't have them. Um, and so I have that, you know, obviously it's a minus because I, I'm missing that time with them, but also a plus in the sense that I can move my schedule around in that way. Yeah. And I do know that you do have time sometimes to get dinner with a friend or have drinks. I am in that part of my life where um, bedtime is a big deal. You know, she's two. Yeah. That will shift over time. I also used to socialize a lot. COVID came, baby came, you know, that changes a lot of things. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. And then Kelly, you actually travel quite a, you're, you're starting to travel again. I am. I mean, um, listen, I think the world is opening up a little bit. Um, and, you know, with Omicron kind of like flexing everything out, you know, things have just opened up some and have changed a little bit. So, um, yeah, I've been traveling for work and like just going state by state with whatever's going on in that state. And, um, it's back on. Not like I used to, you know, I used to travel to like three cities a month. Um, so definitely not, not like before, but still I love being in the room with the people. And so exciting to travel a little. 
Yeah. And Kelly, my experience with Kelly, because we are East Coast, West Coast business partners, I have to say, like, every time I text you, pretty much like 99% of the time, like she texts me right back. Are you like that with everybody? Okay. So it's funny. I don't know. So this would be on the list of things that people say are bad and good about me, right? So bad in the sense that I have no boundaries, like I always respond. Um, But I get that as a compliment often. Because even so, a couple people that own the dance studio have said, even if you can't answer the call, or you can't respond to the question, you'll text and say, hey, on a call, hey, making dinner, hey, at the movies. But as soon as I X, I will respond. Um, You know what is interesting with saying this? So I believe in the five love languages. I feel like we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we um, have, but I, I, it's still worth talking about because it's so important to meet people's needs. Yeah, so my love languages are time and affirmation. And so time is super important to me from a, you spending time with me or you valuing, um, valuing me enough to have me in your circle. So I think me responding quickly is saying I value this or I value our relationship and I'm going to make time for you. I can't do it the second, but I'm going to. Does that make sense? So basically what you're saying is that I thought I was special, but you treat me like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> like every single other person. Now, listen, there's going to be someone out there that has listened to this podcast. And they're like, I texted her like two weeks ago and she hasn't responded. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's also times that I, like I, if I see it and I know it has a question in it that I like when you see the, you know, first part of it and I know I can't get the answer right then, or I can't do what I need to, then I will not answer it in the moment so that I can get the answer and answer it. And so I won't open it. Okay, so, you know, Kelly, you kind of function more like a self-employed person than a person who has a, like a corporate job because you have so much ownership in your job. And yeah, I mean, you function very much like I function. Yeah. Actually. And I work from home. So, um, I mean, I bet that our schedules are a lot of like in that way and figuring it out. And I'm a people pleaser. So as someone that works from home as a people pleaser, Like, I want to answer. I want to show up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kelly, I don't think I've ever asked you this. What is the hardest part about not just your job, your job, your life, the whole thing for you? What's the hard part? What is the hardest part? Um, I guess that I wish that I had just like 10 more hours every day. Okay, then I'm going to say the next thing that people always say is, but wouldn't you just fill it the same way and you'd end up with a surplus of things to do anyway? Probably true. I mean, I guess, right? Like that's that's the whole thing about all of this is that I continue to just fill up my time. But yeah, like even today, I've been running nonstop today. I haven't left in front of my laptop for like three hours, I feel like. And... I just want to go get a drink and run to the restroom. And, but, I, but I'm the one that schedules, you know what I mean? Like I'm the one that does it. So the answer is you want to pee, but <laughs> no, <laughs> no, yes. no, I, I totally, I totally get it. 
Um, what's the easiest part? Oh, that everything I'm doing makes me really happy. That's great. I love it. There's not a thing right now that I'm doing that feels forced or like something I don't want to do. And I don't think that that everyone can say that. You know, I think that's at the bottom of it too. So the whole prioritization thing and how other people, uh, how people view us prioritizing, being that being a good thing or a bad thing. Oh, call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Answer. Answer your papa. Miracle. She knows more about this phone than I do. The, the changes, she, this is what happens. <laughs> she will text Kelly like something and then put a, like a big bird or a cookie monster emoji on top of it. And we don't know how she did and it. And we love it. Neither of us. And we love it. I don't know how she did it. I don't know. I don't know. We, no one knows. So hey, listeners, Bean, go I talk started. to Papa over there. Okay. <laughs> go ahead, Kel. Okay. So I started getting random locations from Carrie in the last couple weeks. Like she's walking into a grocery store. She's walking into therapy, uh, physical therapy. She's walking into um, a Mexican restaurant. And I'm like, hey, how's your Mexican? And I was like, you know that I'm getting like notifications. I screenshot it. And I'm like, I'm getting notifications everywhere you are. And she was like, oh my gosh, it's totally Bean. And I was like, she's impressive. (laughs) Yeah, and I just forget to put it on airplane mode when I give her the phone. We are not to the point where we want to buy her an iPad yet. So I give her my phone sometimes. But yeah, the changes she's made on there, let's I'll just tell you, I have no idea what's going on. We're gonna hire her for our social media content here in the next year. Yeah, by the time she's like five years old. Yeah. One hundred percent better than I will. Um Going back to what you just said, so you were saying that you just love what you do. I think this, the prioritization and then loving what you do, that is the thing that makes this different. Because if you don't love what you do, why would you give an ounce more of your time, energy, everything to do it? It's not human nature. It's just not. So I guess that's the answer. That is the answer because there's no way I could work this hard if it wasn't for me exactly what I wanted to be doing. Right. Find what you love. Dive in. Um, find balance in the way that works for you, not what someone tells you. Those are all the things. Prioritize in the way that makes you happy. Yeah. And I think that takes a while. It took me a while to say no to things that I was like, oh, it's not... That is not worth my time. That is not what I want to spend my time doing. Yeah. I love this getting into Kelly. We are going to start sending emails to you guys, you know, every time we have a guest every other week. And uh, the purpose is to really connect with you guys and then also to give you a very easy way to like link up with one of the guests that we had or read more about them and just gives us like a platform to really give you guys more information. I know. And, I'm excited. And share more. I feel like I got lots of messages from people that they loved the email. Oh my so, God. This is how I know you don't live in LA. No one fucking emails me about this shit. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and I, you know, I'm not very tech savvy. So I feel like how I pulled the email addresses wasn't amazing. So I might redo it. Um, when I have time. Well, so what were the, what was, what was the feedback? Anything particular? No, just, I'm so proud. This is so amazing. Wow. You guys are really doing it. 
I was so excited to get this this morning. Um, you know, those kind of things. I feel Bye. like the exact opposite, like that I sent it to my friends and they deleted it with an eye roll. <laughs> That's how I feel. It could be the case. <laughs> it could be the case, but it's just because everybody out here is like, Doing, doing you, yeah. it's obnoxious. It's obnoxious how many people have their own businesses out here. And some of them are good and some of them aren't. Yeah. So, um, all right. I think that's great for a weekly roundup. We'll get into Carrie next time. Yeah, and then next week we have awesome. Alan Mitchell, who is an like a high school friend of mine. But when I went, went off to L.A., he went into the military and he's been in the army since and he's been around the entire world he also suffers from PTSD sleeping issues anxiety because he's been in combat for 15 years yeah and uh i asked him to give me some of his time so when he was in Ger- he was in germany at 3am for him he got on a call and answered all my questions about life in the army traveling the world from from an Ohio boy from Ohio State. So I'm yeah. excited to listen. Yeah, I it's am. gonna be great. It's gonna be great. All right, guys. Bye. See you Thanks, next time. Bye. All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. We are sending newsletters out every other week. And if you would like to get this newsletter that has more info on us and on our guests and just quick links to things that you could check out yourself. Go ahead and subscribe in the show notes. Find us on Instagram at Grand Rev Creative or on Twitter at grass underscore podcast. Honor us by leaving a five-star rating and a review anywhere you get your podcast. It really helps to bring us up in the ratings so that other people can organically find us. It really helps. Please do us that favor. Thank you so much to Asa Watkins for post-production. And uh, thanks so much for being here. Next week, we have a guest and we're so excited to share that with you. Have a wonderful week. This is Greener Grass.